The following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio Network. And we are here with the wonderful Haley Richmond. And Haley Richmond is here with us from Long Island, New York. And we are, I am way out here in Seattle, Washington. So we are crossing the country. And um, that means every one of you that are listening to this program, whether it's on radio or on podcast, um, we're here to inspire you this hour. And I am so confident you will be by this exceptional young lady um Haley welcome back to the program thank you Haley you're um you spent the first hour kind of sharing a little bit about your story and how you thought about making a difference and you know that's the piece that's the little piece where you just kind of like gloss over you know I decided I would do do it for myself that is amazing it's inspiring that you stepped up to do this. And um, I am so in awe of you because, you know, you could be my mentor and I'm 65 years old, right? So um, there's so many people, if they had your mentality about how can I make a difference, how much better the world would be. And I am so impressed with who you are um, and certainly um, what you've created. And for those of you that are listening to the program, um, uh, Haley's website, she has two websites. We just gave it at the last um, end of this last segment. But Haley, do you want to um, mention your websites one more time? Because we're going to talk a little bit about what you do. Sure. So my website's kidcaregivers.com and puzzles to remember.org. Okay. So kidcaregivers.com and puzzles to remember.org. Both of those are um, for kids to interconnect intergenerationally connect with seniors and especially those with alzheimer's um but also i'm can imagine you work with seniors that may have dementia or just may be lonely or different things like that is there is there a program for that as well yes we work with all types of seniors in fact we've recently been working with seniors who not only have alzheimer's disease but they have cerebral palsy mm-hmm. so you know, our volunteers will help them with their hands, guide them to the puzzles. And it's really a wonderful experience. Yeah, I can imagine. And I know there's a lot of things like um, Lewy body dementia, Parkinson's, um, any sort of brain injury, um, things like that to get the synaptic nerves um, in a jigsaw puzzle, because there's so much about spatial, you know, uh, relations and things like that, that definitely that can help. Is that Am I, I'm, I'm know not enough about this to be dangerous, right? So. <laughs> yeah, that's totally correct. Yeah. So Haley, you started Kid Caregivers with the blog. Then what happened? So at first it was just a blog where I would post stuff, but now I've expanded it. We do Zooms with people and we do meets with guidance counselors and we can really talk about our experiences mm-hmm. and we have puzzle time which is a branch of it mm-hmm. where kids could go and solve puzzles with seniors and facilities that's wonderful and how do you reach the facilities do they invite you do you call them how do you get connected to them so it's actually both. Sometimes they'll reach out to us, or if we have volunteers, we'll mm-hmm. reach out to them and find mm-hmm. the volunteers a facility. That's amazing. And how many states are you in? Right now? We're in almost all 50 states. Oh my goodness, girlfriend. You're amazing. Well, 
we, we definitely would love to work with you. Um, oh, I know that you. there's so many things that would be um, wonderful and, and uh, certainly to work with you on, on various initiatives that we're doing as well. So that's some things that's really kind of exciting. Um, so kidcaregivers.com, give me just the umbrella thing. What is its mission? So its mission is to support and empower children who are caregivers. We want to help young people cope and enliven the lives of adults with Alzheimer's disease. Mm -hmm. And we offer puzzle time programs and intergenerational connections where young people can talk with elderly people and they're encouraged to use their skills to benefit the Alzheimer's community. So what do you find is your greatest challenge? Sometimes our greatest challenge can be getting to facilities that don't have lots of resources. There'll there'll be facilities that don't have many puzzles or we can't find people to go there. So we're really trying to get to more marginalized Mm -hmm. facilities that don't have resources. Mm -hmm. That's our main goal right now. Yeah. So, so communities of color, primarily, um, you know, that type of um, situation, um, yeah. And obviously we need some resources in that area. Um, how do you inspire the kids to get involved? Is that a hard uh, thing? So um, I just encourage them by saying, you know, you're making a difference. And once you do it, you'll love it. And I think that's really been like the message. Like sometimes when people go and they'll be afraid at first, but once mm-hmm. they go and they start solving the puzzles, they're so happy and they're like, well, can we do this again? Because I just think it's such an amazing experience that they're able to have this intergenerational connection and mm-hmm. they could talk about the puzzles and just talk with the seniors. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. And certainly to have that that relationship because so many, you know, one of the sad statistics I know, um, which I do another pro- completely other program, but we basically focus on um, seniors, senior loneliness to kind of raise awareness of, you know, the fact that um, they say 60% of seniors, according to numerous studies, have no regular visitors, 60% in communities. And that, of course, those are the ones they can track. So if you're really looking at um, seniors that may be isolated at home during the, especially during the pandemic, there's all kinds of despair and loneliness and things like that. And sadly, our society, you know, is not, you know, we don't treat our seniors very well. And to have a generation like yours that can, you know, create this basically like a grassroots effort to truly to build something that's pretty amazing. How you know, you've inspired a lot of kids out there and, and certainly we're excited to hear, to see, you know, what you're doing. So, so Haley, tell me a little bit about, you know, when you go into a community, what happens? How do so, you get, get that process going? So at first we may go into a few facilities with some children and they'll tell their friends and more people will want to go. And what mm-hmm. we've had is we've had a lot of different people. So now we have ambassadors. So mm-hmm. people can come, become ambassadors for their state and they can find volunteers for facilities and almost mm-hmm. take on a sort of leadership role, helping That's these amazing. facilities and benefiting their communities. Now, do you have a, a list of ambassadors for every state? So if someone reaches out to you, you can 
connect them? Is that what you do? Or how do they find their state ambassador? Yeah, so some states have ambassadors, some don't yet, and some just have volunteers. If there is an ambassador for the state, I'll contact them and reach out to them saying we have some volunteers. And if they're located near where the volunteer is, they can help find the volunteer facility. Or if it's a big state, they can, there could be multiple ambassadors for different. Sure, like California. Yeah. Big exactly. State. Yeah. 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 So it's basically like a regional type ambassador. Is that correct? Kind of thing. Yeah. So if you're doing a pro, you know, a program and you go into a community, Um, how many kids usually go at one time, just one at a time, several at a time. Do you do a team approach? What do you prefer if you, if you had your ideal, um, scenario, what would that look like? Yeah, it's like a team. So they can go on if they're ambassador or a bunch of volunteers, maybe 10, obviously with COVID it's kind of impacted that we can't have as many volunteers and facilities, but before COVID we would have 10 volunteers or as many seniors that are going to be there, they would each have maybe one or two volunteers Mm -hmm. to help them. Mm -hmm. And do you, um, you know, when you get there, do you go like on a regular schedule or do you um, just go every once in a while? How does it usually work? So it really depends. We've had high school students go every single week. Amazing. So they would go every Saturday or some people Mm -hmm. go twice a month. So it really Uh depends on what works for someone. That's amazing. That's amazing. And obviously when you, when you do this process, tell me about the results. What are you seeing happen? I see something beautiful happen. There's an intergenerational connection and they're able to bond with the seniors. You know, they can talk about the image. They can talk about the birds. And I see not only the person with Alzheimer's disease being in a better mood, but the student who's volunteering too. So it's, it makes me really happy that they can both get joy out of this. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen, you know, I've seen that in so many scenarios when we do outreach, how often do we have a, you know, a situation where we do something in the way of community, you know, outreach. And then that actually the individual that shows up that does that is almost, it means almost more to them than it does the senior, not that the seniors don't love it, but um, it's really an amazing experience and talk about a foundation for our youth, um, to think outside yourself and to have a mission for something that's greater and for a greater purpose, how that can affect your life. And, you know, obviously you've had kids under 18 that are now adults. Have, has that been able to carry into their lives a little bit? Yes. I think it's shown them that like they can volunteer in so many different ways and mm-hmm. really touch someone's life, even by simply just solving a puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and you know, they're in a, their whole life puzzle as well, aren't they in many ways. Right. So that the fact that they're doing that. So obviously we're going to talk about how our community, wherever you are, can help in our last segment of this hour. Haley and I are going to talk a little bit more about kid caregivers and puzzles to remember. Um, In the meantime, Haley, how do we reach you? So you can reach us by contacting us on our website, Kid Caregivers, or you can email us at kidcaregivers at gmail.com or puzzles, the number two, remember at gmail.com. And you're amazing. And you're the founder and executive director of this organization at 14 years old. Haley, you're phenomenal. When's your birthday? It's May 10th. May 10th. So you're a Taurus. Good girl. It's coming up. You're going to be 15. Yeah, I'm so excited. Oh, good for you. 
Well, everyone, Haley and I, we're going to be right back. Uh, the hours still more to come. Right back after this. Answers for Elders radio show with Suzanne Newman hopes you found this podcast useful in your journey of navigating senior care. Check out more podcasts like this to help you find qualified senior care experts in areas of financial, legal, health and wellness and living options. Learn about our radio show, receive promotional discounts and meet our experts by clicking on the banner to join the Senior Advocate Network at AnswersForElders.com. Now there is one place to find the Answers for Elders. Hi everyone, this is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me, listen now, search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.